Welcome back. Welcoming back to the uh, program from the Quincy Historical Society, Dr. Ed Fitzgerald, the executive director and curator. Alexandra Elliott are here to tell us about a lot that's going on over there at the Adams Academy building. So, Ed, Alexandra, great to see you both. Thank you. Good to see yeah. you. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's a pleasure, as always. Most recently, Ed, you were just in the news, basically, with uh, a big announcement about the Adams Presidential Center. Oh, happened right. we at were, your uh, premises, right? It did happen at our premises. Yeah. We, we were happy to host that for the, for the city. Um, so yeah, there is um, big stuff in the in the works. You're getting like. new neighbors, basically. We're going to get some new neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the historical society involved in that project at all? Um, I think indirectly. I mean, yeah, you know, this yeah. is really uh, we're there to support. Sorry, <laughs> we're there to provide support and uh, you know background information. But it, you know, it, it's. It'll be a big project, I think. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no question yeah. about it. Yeah. Do you want to add to that, Alexander? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, um, we, it's mostly the city's project, of course, and yeah. of course it's going to be the nonprofit um, organization that's going to be... Just starting. It's just yeah. starting, it's exactly. Infancy, right, yeah. um, you know, I think the some of the teams have expressed some interest to at least talk to us about, you know, maybe getting to know Quincy a bit better. Right, yeah. Um, so we're absolutely, you know, very excited and very happy to provide any help that we're requested to, but, you know, it's, it's you know, this is not our... No, 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 <laughs> but I'm sure you house a lot of information about the Adamses yes. yeah. Yeah. that, that yeah. will be used in this new center for Absolutely. sure. So you've yeah. proven an invaluable resource uh, yeah. for research. Yeah. And right. as, as Alexander says, I think that, that we can provide a kind of local context to put, mm -hmm. put the Adamses in this perspective, which will be helpful to them as mm -hmm. this thing goes forward. So yep. yeah, and we're delighted that it's happening and mm -hmm. anything we can do. Well, you've only been around for 150 years, Ed. I so know. <laughs> not you yourself, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> but you look great. I know, well-preserved. Um, I didn't feel like I might be right. Right, yeah. <laughs> Is this year, 2022, the 150th anniversary of the Historical Society? It's the 150th of the uh, Adams Academy. Okay. The Society is now, what, about 129, 129. I guess. Oh, we had our 125th back in 2018. Okay. So, yeah, the Society's a mere kid. Yeah. But the, uh, the Academy is downright venerable at this point, right. I think. Uh, it opened in 1872 as a boys' academy, mm -hmm. endowed uh, by John Adams in the same deeds that created First Parish Church. Uh, and uh, we are very happy to have it uh, be there. It is a National Historic Landmark. Yes, mm -hmm. yep. um, It has had a interesting history. It is actually, as Wayne Miller, our, our, one of our members and our editor of our excellent newsletter, I would say, pointed out to me that um, it's not only the 150th of the existence of the Adams Academy, mm -hmm. but it is the 200th anniversary of John Adams creating the deeds that allow it to happen. And it's actually the 50th anniversary since the Historical Society became the primary occupant. So e it's kind of a triple, triple anniversary. Going yes, yeah. yeah. So is there a big party planned? There is a party planned. Okay. Uh, we think we're, our plan right now, date to be still determined, okay. would be to do something probably while it's still warm, late mm. September, maybe early October. Nice, yeah. Outside, uh, have a tent kind of celebrate um, the building mm. and celebrate the anniversary um, and then do a couple of more kind of substantive things as we go along mm -hmm. maybe talk a little bit Wayne has done an excellent history of the school itself that's in our most recent newsletter okay uh, but we should talk yeah you know, there's like three things going on there's John Adams vision of of what's going on and why why he thought it was so important to do this which 
is been told before, but always bears being told again. So we'll, we'll look at that. And there's the 50 years. I mean, 50 years that we've been there is close to half the time the half the time the society has existed. Okay, you know, and yeah. it's about 40 percent. Where was it before then? We were wanderers. Oh, okay, <laughs> basically yeah. wherever you could yeah. find a spot. Yeah, basically, you, could, you yeah. see um, notifications in the Patriot Ledger about you know meetings at the library. Um, there was a time when I guess there was some meetings in the Adams building, um, so the, the yeah. Tudor-style building oh. right next, next yeah. to the church. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it really wasn't until uh, the Adams, we got the, or were moved into the Adams Academy that the Historical Society had a permanent home mm -hmm. for, you know, our right. collection. Right. And we did have a, a room in yeah. the Adams Academy right. that, you know, there was uh, a display, yeah. um, but nothing like what we have kind now. of a yeah, yeah a p.o box rather than right. a street exactly. address yeah. <laughs> okay right. uh so yeah. yeah 50 years since 1972 then in that, yeah in that yeah. building so yeah. um we want to kind of look back at that maybe not in a heavy-handed way of course but, yeah. but there are lots of people um mm. that have helped the society over the years and would like to take this occasion to acknowledge them the, the volunteers yeah um, and um you know people who made all sorts of contributions to, to what we've been able to do so I'm going to try and do all three of those things in different kinds of ways. Okay. Of course, but uh, having some fun. Well, you have the unique the thing about your location is you actually have a front yard in Quincy, in Quincy Center. <laughs> I know. Good size front yard we in Quincy Center. We know a very good yeah. size front yeah. yard. <laughs> and yes, I mean, that's the other thing is since um, we've talked about this, I think, before, but for first time in a very long time, people can actually see the building the way the building was meant to yes. be seen. And it's, uh, it is an architectural gem. Mm -hmm. Wasn't always appreciated, mm. uh, but it really, uh, it anchors that end of Quincy Center. No it anchors question. the north end of Quincy Center. There's, there's no question about it. Um, and uh, that'll be interesting with our new neighbors too, because then we'll have a nice, really solid. Kind of a campus, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Speaking of, you brought some photos yes. we did. to show folks of times gone by <laughs> the Adams Academy. And uh, let's take a look at the first one and uh, let us know what we're looking at here. Um, okay, this is the Academy, clearly, yep. <laughs> probably early on. I don't think we have an exact date. Okay. Uh, but you can see what the kind of setting that it originally had of um, a Entrance and an exit, a wall that doesn't is not there anymore. That was the first the thing that had struck me. me. Yeah, the wall. Yeah, the wall. Yeah. Um, you don't see it as all that clearly in this picture, but the roof was actually a little bit different, not in shape, but they had uh, different kinds of colored slates up on the roof, so okay. the, the roof looked a little bit different. Uh, but that's basically the academy as, as we as we know it. And it, the spire, of course. And the spire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's the spire, yeah. Ed? <laughs> Yeah, you know, you get, you get, I got used to seeing the spires. Right. So I sometimes <laughs> forget that it's there. Uh, yeah, the spire was there. I, it, I always kind of think that the spire must have been an afterthought because out of all the brick and every and and granite and there's a wooden spire and, yeah. and that doesn't go right. They needed, I think, they decided they needed a school bell uh, and therefore okay. well, it's a bell tower. It's a bell tower. Okay, but because it is what it did, rot away and yes. uh, various accounts of what happened. Either it came down in a storm or it was clear that one more storm and it was going to come down okay. and they took it down, you know, probably by the 1950 oh. or so. Do you yeah. have the bell? No, I have no idea what happened to the bell. Ah, a mystery yet to be solved. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's take a look at the next one. And this is a great shot. This is a terrific yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, this one's great. Um, 
Now, would these be the students at the school at that time? That would be. So this is probably from mid to late 1870s, so about five or six years after the school opened. Okay. And that's really when it was at its peak. I think it had about 150 students at the time. Yep. I guess they're all out on the lawn on the, in this one. Yes. Uh, and uh, so it shows you what it was doing kind of at, uh, at the peak of its popularity. And um, you can actually hear, I think, see a little bit of the, of the difference in the, in the roof slates. You can mm. kind of see the striping see the on, the, on the roof The slates. different tones, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, while we have a good view of the building here, it uh, might be good to talk a little bit about the old layout. Um, of the building. Yeah. So um, on the right-hand side where you see that um, the bay window, mm -hmm. that would have been um, where the, the school library was for a while. Okay. Uh, that is in fact also where the John Adams library was located oh. originally in the school. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. On the other side, on the left-hand side, um, you would have had one of the main classrooms. Yeah. And then I, we believe, we're not quite sure what the top floor where, where our library is, is now. Um, we're not quite sure what that was used yeah. for. Probably offices. I was just going to say the yeah. Teachers. Yeah. teachers' room or something. Yeah. More, yeah. more than likely. One okay. story that the uh, headmaster also obviously had his office. There were three headmasters, but the headmaster had his office up there, and there's a there's sort of an elevated mm -hmm. platform up there, and. The story was that he sat there behind a big desk, mm -hmm. and if you were in trouble as a student, you had to walk all the way up the stairs, turn the corner, and then walk the entire <laughs> length of the room to get to him with him sternly looking. Very imposing. Which, yeah. if, if that room yeah. was cleared out, that would look extremely <laughs> intimidating. Okay, <laughs> especially to what, what grade are we talking? These are S six to twelve, yeah. basically, by our, in our so, terms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take a look at the next one, and. Uh, Another view, probably Another a little view bit later. Yeah, yeah, a little bit later. Maybe. Very uh, curious about the house next to That's the actually why, one of the reasons why we thought this might be interesting to look at. Yeah. Um, again, Wayne Miller, our, our uh, fantastic newsletter editor, uh, found this out. And we, a, a lot of accounts of the Academy have kind of lost track of this. They actually put up a building to help house students if you were from out of area. Oh. And that was the building. Mm -hmm. um, it's a dorm. It was a dorm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then. Uh, Later, they used the Hancock House, which was a hotel kind of down, kind of where the entrance to the T station, uh, you know, driveway yeah. is now. Oh, uh, very good. But um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, just interesting. Otherwise, you know, the bill is again early, and the building looks basically the way it, it did uh, throughout all those year, early Except years. for the trees; those are gone. The trees are <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. We do still have some very nice big oaks next yeah. to us, but right. yeah, on the other side. Yeah. The other side. Moving on here, and uh, who ah, are yes. these young lads? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is the Adams Academy baseball team. Oh, all right. Uh, one year. We're not quite sure what year this yeah, is. Yeah, I think we think it's the 1890s. Yeah, but and unfortunately, we don't know the names of any of these young right. gentlemen. Okay. Um, but the baseball team, um, I, I, I'm not sure I can tell it as well <laughs> as you can, Ed. <laughs> Uh, the baseball team had a rivalry with Quincy High School. Imagine. Because right. <laughs> there was no North at the time. There was no North right. at the time. So, um, so someone had to. So, yeah. That's right. So um, they played, obviously, other places, other schools as, as well. And apparently, uh, for the 1800s, obviously, baseball was still the big sport. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. So um, I was, we've got an account in 1903. And so that's when the academy is really kind of on its last legs, yes. so the uh, enrollment has dwindled, but they still were able to field a baseball team. And that year, they beat Quincy High 53-3. to three. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 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 wow, okay. Uh, this is, I guess, not enough relief pitchers, I guess. Kind <laughs> <laughs> uh, of echoes of today's Red Sox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes the, today's Red Sox look not so 
Not so bad. Yeah. And it, you could, it, the headmaster. Oh, and yeah. then there's a very funny story about um, the headmaster um, after the game the next day just having this big banner with the score on it and just <laughs> absolutely not letting it go and just having a really good time. I can <laughs> only imagine. Imagine if there were social media back then. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would have been bragging for months. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is an interior shot, looks like. Yes. Yeah. I see President Adams in the background right. there. Yes, that's yeah. actually, it's an interesting portrait. It's one that we still have in our collection and we really? still actually have hanging um, in the Academy. Yeah. Uh, it's a copy of the Gilbert Stewart portrait of um, John Adams after his presidency, I believe? Or is that yeah, his it's, official? it's the last portrait done yeah. of Adams in his life. Oh. Yeah. Take, it's the last one taken from life, so it's like 1823 or mm, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this was the portrait of Adams that um, was hanged in the Adams Academy when it was still a school. Oh. Um, so it was the, the, the stern looking Adams uh, at looking at all the boys while they were learning. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yes. And it's, it's quite interesting that, you know, that is one of the few pieces that, you know, still remains from the interior of the school that we yeah. still have to this day. Yes, this is a copy though, right? Yes, this, this is, is a copy. copy. Okay. Yes, yeah. no, this is yeah. not the original. Right. And the, um, the other thing about this photo, and I, and I think the next photo, is these are photos from sometime before 1972, before the Historical Society kind of took yeah. took over. This shows what had been done. Um, the kind of it, had been it had been cut up into cubicles. Yeah. The drop ceiling had been put in uh, to cover the cathedral suit because yeah. it was being used for all sorts of offices and things like that. Sure. So um, you know, we take pride as a society that we have played in a, a fairly important part in restoring a. Uh, a pretty significant building. A national landmark. A mm -hmm. national landmark yeah. building. You know, because it was our. That was what they did for the first three or four years that they had it was just bring it back to its um, its glory and yes. it's been a fair amount of our activity mm. over the years as well to keep it that way. And again, you know, the society is a nonprofit, five hundred one c three small yeah. organization. Yeah. A lot of volunteers I right. know take yeah. part in this, yeah. so it's yeah. it's it's not uh, it's a, it's a labor of love. It's a labor of love, and yeah. yeah, clearly, I mean, the city has been a great help of in course. terms of preserving, yeah. helping us finance some of the preservation efforts, particularly more recently in the state through the Mass, uh, Mass Historical Commission and things like that. So, uh, but yes, I mean, there's it, it, also the people on the ground that have to see it and say, we better do something right. about this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because they care about it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let's talk a little bit about, last time we were here, we talked about kind of an immigrant research project mm -hmm. that the mm -hmm. Historical yeah. Society yeah. was undertaking. Where does that stand yeah. now? Uh, we are hoping that we will bring this to fruition uh, this fall. Okay. Uh, it's been it's kind of been going on for a long time, and it's kind of gotten at a couple of points pushed back because pressing things happen. We had a pandemic and but, stuff like but that. We've but been little, trying, little things, we, yeah. we, we kind of made a commitment back at the, we more than kind of made a commitment back at the 125th anniversary mm -hmm. that we would not just look at the Adamses and all the revolutionary history, uh, but we would really try and make a stab at covering the history of the 20th century, which has not been covered, mm. really. I mean, there's no real comprehensive history of 20th century Quincy or even late 19th century Quincy. So one of the places to start with that is to look at the immigration and how that transformed the city between, let's say, 1850 and 1925. Okay. So that's really the focus of the project. Um, it's going to be a written project, mm -hmm. um, and we're our aim is to get it done during this coming fall season okay. so that it will be available in uh, an accessible form, presumably a, a book form for people uh, 
by the new year, if not by the Christmas season. And we're hoping, I think the mayor has talked about the fact that he has been interested in um, today's immigrant yes. population of Quincy and, um, and has been working on a uh, more kind of oral history mm -hmm. video kind of, so we're hoping that they're not paired together, but somehow they will be able to complement one another uh, and that they'll, they'll kind of arrive hopefully not too far apart from one another. Okay, I remember um, Alexandra, last time you were here, you said you talked about an interesting story uh, with the Asian immigration into the city. Yes, yes, yeah. that was. How, how some yeah. of today's immigrants found their ancestors mm -hmm. through that project. Yeah. yeah, no, that was a very interesting project that I'm still working on. Um, it was through our blog. Right. Uh, I was writing, or I, it was actually, it was an individual who called in yeah. and was asking for to look up, you know, I have an ancestor who was living in Quincy, he had a restaurant, do you have anything about him? And we're like, well, we don't really think so. And then we started digging and there he was. And not just there he was, there was a huge story wow. to be told. Um, so it's um, the story of the King Joy restaurant and Yihan Eng. Um, who was a Chinese immigrant, um, and he and his wife started, had a very large family, and they started a very, very, very popular Chinese restaurant here in Quincy. Mm. Um, it was not the first, but it was the, the first successful Chinese restaurant. The first one only lasted a year or two. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, so this one I persisted for, I think, about 50 years. Wow. <laughs> okay. And it was certainly e extremely successful. Yeah. Um, so the second part of the, the project that I'm still working on, but I, you know, because of other things coming up, I haven't had time to finish it yeah. yet, uh, is digging a little bit more into the second generation mm -hmm. of the Yang family with the kids because some of them were extremely remarkable. Um, one of the daughters served in World War II as a mm -hmm. nurse. Wow. And so in her, her story is extremely interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah. much uh, so that much. has yet yeah. to be told. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you both. Really appreciate the yeah. opportunity for Absolutely. the updates. Oh, uh, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. And uh, go to your website, of mm -hmm. course, give yeah. you a call. Or you're open to the public now? Open so to the public? We're yeah. open to the public. Yep. S stop yeah. on by. Yeah. So, quincyhistory.org. And you can find us online. Yeah. All right. Good to see you both. Okay. You as well. You Have too. A, but a uh, good rest of the summer. You too. You too.